Welcome to Lost in Insight. I'm Mark Fancourt-Smith, and I use the pronouns he, him. I'm a partner in Lawson Lundell's Vancouver office practicing in the Dispute Resolution Group. And I'm Alexandra Stoichev, and I use the pronouns she, her. I'm an associate in the firm's Calgary office, and I practice primarily in the Dispute Resolution Group. Thank you for joining us on our podcast brought to you by Lawson Lundell. On this episode, we will be speaking with Peter Roberts and Jisoo Piss about the firm's new estate planning and litigation group. Peter is a partner based in our Vancouver office with over 30 years of experience in litigation. He was the head of the litigation group here at Lawson Lundell from 2008 to 2010 and is now the head of the estate planning and litigation group. Jisoo is an associate also based in Vancouver and practices in the firm business law group with a particular focus in corporate and commercial law, commercial real estate, and now trusts and estates law. Peter and Jisoo, welcome to the podcast. Nice to be here. Nice to be here too. So a number of our lawyers have practiced in the areas of wills and estates for a number of years, but Lawson has recently created an actual estate planning and litigation group. Can you tell us a bit about who's in the group and and what does it do? I'd be happy to, Mark. Uh, there's a group of us, as you say, both in the Vancouver office and the Calgary office across a number of different practices. Uh, and the reason we got together was we found that there was more and more estate work on both sides, both pre-death and post-death that clients were asking us about. And so a a large group of us got together to form the estate group. Myself, my colleague Jizu, who's with us today, our tax guy, Len Glass, and Michelle Casey in the litigation group in Vancouver with me. And in Calgary, we have Alex, who's also with us today, John Selness, and Grant Vogley, who's a senior practitioner there. And we found that we were relying on each other more and more often sort of on an ad hoc basis and decided it would be more fun to practice as a group to provide a comprehensive estate practice and array of services to the people who need it. And so, and you touched upon this a little bit, but what prompted the creation of this group at this time? And then um, can you tell us a little bit more about what the group does? Well, for me personally, it was just an escalating number of clients needing assistance in the estate side particularly in the litigation context, which is my background. And it makes sense because, of course, we are well into the largest transfer in wealth uh, in Western society probably ever as the baby boomers age out and um, pass on to the next level of consciousness. (laughs) And people on the pre-planning stage want to plan to distribute their assets in a fair way amongst their family members and leave legacies that are appropriate to their lives, that kind of thing. And we thought that it would be a good idea to provide a comprehensive service to them to deal with tax issues, trust issues, and all the various challenges that can come up after somebody has passed away and the matters left in the hands of their families and their executors. And bringing this group together to work uh, to provide a seamless service was a good idea and and what the clients were asking for. Yeah, and um, in terms of what the group does, uh, we can help with everything from preparing wills, um, powers of attorney, which is a document that um, empowers an individual to make financial decisions on your behalf, and um, representation agreements, which is what um, uh, allows somebody to make medical decisions on your behalf um, if you're incapacitated. Uh, We also do filings for probate, um, forming family trusts, and uh, structuring your business interests in a tax-efficient manner. And, um, of course, um, helping with litigation for contentious uh, estate-related matters. We also assist with 
interpreting uh, wills and trusts and providing advice on cross-jurisdictional issues. For example, for clients who own property in one jurisdiction, but um, who are domiciled and deceased in another jurisdiction. And by the way, for those who um, are maybe not aware, domicile just means uh, where your permanent home was. Let me ask each of you this. What was it that brought um, each of you respectively to the practice sort of before the group was actually formed? Um, knowing Peter as long as I have, um, one guarantee is that if he's working on a file, it's, it's bound to be interesting. Um, <laughs> but can each of you tell me what brought you to this area? Well, for me, Mark, it's, uh, you, you put your thumb on it. It is an incredibly interesting area of the law, factually, procedurally, and legally. Um, for most people, it seems like a pretty straightforward thing, what's to be done with their estate, you know, leave it to my wife and ki- or spouse and kids or to a charity. Um, but there are so many issues that spin out of that, both prior to and particularly after death, and it can get very, very complicated. And so for me, professionally, it's uh, sort of the intersection of compelling human stories with a very complicated area of the law, uh, which is incredibly interesting. And um, for me, Mark, um, a state's work involves a very human element, which isn't as prominent um, in my other areas of practice, which are corporate and real estate law. So I really enjoy advising clients on how best to leave a legacy for their loved ones and to provide for them. Um, I've um, talked clients through some of their most vulnerable and emotional moments that uh, one can face in life. And so that's been incredibly rewarding for me. I think both those answers are great. Alex? Yeah. So I'm a relatively recent addition to the group and uh, I decided to join in large part for some of the similar reasons that Jizu was saying in terms of um, the human element of this type of work, and also just because it's um, an interesting complement to the rest of the civil litigation practice that I do. All right. In the preparation of the will, you know, clarity and defensibility, I suppose, are two of the key elements that people look for. And on the flip side, what are some of the most common issues that arise when estates are challenged? Um, probably the most common thing is is somebody's been written out of a will or has received a bequest that uh, isn't as large as they thought they were entitled to. And so they bring a wills variation claim under the Wills Estation Su- Successions Act, um, seeking to have a larger part of the estate given to them. That's probably the most common thing. Accompanying that is often allegations that the will frequently made in the last period of time before someone passes away was the subject of undue influence or that the person writing the will, the will maker, uh, was incapable as a matter of law of executing that will. And so it's ineffective, meaning that the will subsequent in time becomes the governing testamentary document. Those are the kinds of things that generally come up Uh, You also get fights about whether someone's carrying out the duties of an executor appropriately or not. And sadly, often people die without making a will. And so you get an intestacy, uh, which would be governed, at least in British Columbia, by the provisions of WESA or the Wills, Estates and Successions Act. And whether people qualify as spouses or not, children or not, and it becomes a, a sort of a Gordian knot of factual complexity for whoever gets appointed to administer the estate to work out. Tracking down assets is another problem often because people have them in multiple jurisdictions and it's a bit of a detective 
exercise and getting to the bottom of those kind of things. And so at a high level, what are some of the ways that people can avoid or at least minimize the risk that there will be challenges to the will or some of the other issues that you just mentioned, Peter? The best way to do it is to go and see someone like Jizu and <laughs> get a, a proper will done where all the issues that may come up after the will, such as the appropriateness of a bequest to a spouse or child, um, are dealt with and addressed uh, and that the lawyer has a chance to assess the capacity of the will maker and that kind of thing. Because often, uh, whether there's going to be a challenge or not, doesn't come up for years and the lawyer's file from a decade or more ago chronicling how the will came about and what the wishes of the will maker were become incredibly important. So having it done properly right at the outset to properly reflect your wishes and to address all of the issues that may arise is probably the best way to go about avoiding unhappiness after death. Yes, yeah, so... Um I think one of the biggest and most uh, frequent mistakes that you can make is uh, assuming that your estate is too small or too simple to warrant uh, speaking with a lawyer about. So make sure you have an updated will. And also, uh, just as a uh, side tip, make sure that um, the beneficiary designations on your registered plans are up to date. So like your RSPs and TFSAs. So as an example, some people might designate their parents or siblings and forget to update the beneficiary designations after either getting married or getting into a common law relationship, which means that um, if that person passes away, the proceeds of their registered plans go to their parents or siblings instead of the spouse, which in most cases would not reflect the intentions of the deceased. And um, you also want to make sure that your will is in the jurisdiction where you permanently live. So for example, if you made your will in Alberta, but you retired in Kelowna in BC, for example, you would want to update your will. And um, you also want to make sure that the tax consequences of any gifts or donations are thought through to minimize um, tax cons consequences for your estate. So in a word, I think the uh, the moral of today's episode uh, is go and see Jisoo so that you don't have to ever see Peter. <laughs> is, that, is that fair to say? No offense, Peter. But that, regrettably, that's entirely accurate. <laughs> yes. Well, Jisoo, Peter, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. You're more than welcome. Thanks so much for having us. Thank you for joining us on Lost in Insight. And thanks again to Peter and Jisoo for joining us. You can also stay up to date by connecting with us on social media using the handle at Lawson Lindell and by subscribing to the podcast on Google, Apple or Spotify podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Mm -hmm.